Hey everybody, good morning and welcome to the Soap Opera for Dudes Digest, a podcast chronicling the real-life drama, emotion, and heartbreak of a fantasy football league in which we obsess over assigning pretend points to real-life football players. I'm your host, Chris Smith, and each week we talk about the big roster moves, upsets, victories, and defeats for the past week in this league, and we of course cover the side bets and any other tomfoolery the managers are up to, and what we're looking forward to this coming weekend in fantasy football. It is week three, episode three, everybody. Going into week three, week two... What a doozy. Let's talk about what happened. Uh, Firstly, I'm going to thank my hashtag uh, emotions corner. Uh, I got my first win over John, uh, 108.85. So go me. I'm now 1-1. John is now 0-2. What can I say? Aaron Aaron Rodgers, I I guess I have to thank you because really Aaron Jones uh, getting 40 points on the week for me. Uh, really made a difference, you know? <laughs> uh, that's the difference between a, a W and an L after some other disappointing roster stuff. So, uh, very good. Let's see. Matt is now 2-0. He's in first place in the league by points for and record uh, over Beach, who is 0-2. So, that was 145-100. to 100. Big scores there. Scott is now 0-2. He lost to Tom, who's now 2-0. That was 91-112 uh, to 112 for Tom. Uh, Colin is 2-0, and he's over Glenn. Uh, who's now 1 and 1, 143 to 110 highest combined point total of the uh, of the week there. Big scores there. So Glenn, not a lot to feel that sad about, just a matchup issue. Uh Pete is now 0 and 2. He has two losses. He lost to Derek uh 90 to 94 in a nail biter. Uh, and Drew is now one and one. He lost to Craig, who's now two and 0. Uh that was 93 to 106. So good job, Craig. Rounding up the week, let's see. The highest score is Matt with 145, uh, and he remarked on the chat he is 2-0 and for the first time in nine years of playing football, fantasy football in this league. Uh, our lowest score of last week went to John. Uh, so when you talk about the, the standings in the league, just taking a look, um, you know, Matt, as we said, is on top. He has the highest points for, but not by much, you know, like uh, he has two or no, he doesn't even Glenn has the highest points for 241. Uh, and then Matt and then Drew is one on one. So, I mean, points for as as we've said uh, over past seasons is typically the uh, the biggest indicator of how well the team is doing, but there's always that matchup randomness, and I, I kind of like that head-to-head randomness, that it's not just take the top half of points four and, and cut it, and that counts as a win versus a loss, uh, that you actually have some, uh, some competition and some individual strategy going on. So uh, things are starting to, uh, starting to coalesce for the league, uh, starting to get some records to talk about, but really it's still very early days. Anybody who's 0-2 knows, you know, or even 0-4, you can go on and you know get to the playoffs and and win the league so it it totally happens uh and by the way the the john bench watch he of so many qbs uh not even close you know he has some people on ir he traded some qbs away dropped some qb dropped a qb um so you know and i don't think we're gonna have a bench outscoring a roster at least on john's team for any time soon uh, looking back at the transactions that made a difference, uh, firstly, just catching up since uh, last I recorded, uh, we had a couple of trades, actually, three trades. So um, Pete and Colin had a trade where J.K. Dobbins of the Baltimore Ravens went to Pete and Dallas Goddard of the Philadelphia Eagles went to Colin. 
Uh, and then John and uh, Scott had a big trade, a two for two. So uh, John got Preston Williams and Austin Eckler. And Scott got Aaron Rodgers and Jarvis Landry. Uh, interesting to see how that trade's going to shake out and uh, who the... Uh, who the benef- who the real winner of that trade is going to be? Um, if Aaron Rodgers keeps having a season like he's having, maybe it's going to be Scott. Uh, additionally, Derek and Matt had a trade, uh, sort of a short-term versus long-term trade. Uh, Derek got Tyler Lockett from Matt, and Matt got Michael Thomas from Derek. So you know, uh, every indication that Michael Thomas he's going to be out for a few weeks, but when he comes back, he's probably going to be Michael Thomas. So we'll see who the overall winner is there. Um, you know, a little harder to predict because typically if you look at draft positions of those two receivers, you'd say, of course, Michael Thomas, you know, being number one overall wide receiver last year, uh, drafted in the first round, probably worth waiting a couple weeks on. But with Russell cooking the way he is, Tyler Lockett just has tremendous opportunity and uh, a high ceiling uh, compared to what we've seen in years past. So I think, uh, you know, it's going to be, uh, that might be a really excellent trade, maybe even equivalent. Um, and additionally, since last we record, recorded, uh, Matt picked up Robbie Anderson, dropped Boskin Scott. That's a great pickup, Matt. And uh, I picked up Carson Wentz and dropped Chris Thompson. Don't worry, I dropped Carson Wentz uh, this past week. So looking at the week uh, of last week, what are the transactions that really made a difference uh, you know, I would say on the upside, Matt picking up Noah Fant for $8 over my 7 darn it, and dropping Blake Jarwin. Uh, Drew picking up Devontae Parker, who I had previously dropped, uh, made a difference for him. And Pete picking up Gardner Menchu, who had a great week last week. Uh, we'll talk about this week uh, when we get there. Woof. And dropping Jared Goff. Uh, you know, I think I'm going to give the transaction of the week to Matt for picking up Noah Fant. I think that is a great long-term tight end pickup, uh, especially after his tight end you know, uh, got injured and hurt and is out for the rest of the season, Blake Jarwin. Um, yeah, and I'd say maybe some transaction stinkers. Pete picking up Naeem Hines for $31, who then had a completely horrible game and uh, is probably maybe even drop-worthy at this point. And then Scott picking up Quintez Cephas, uh, who is a Detroit wide receiver, short-term pickup, uh, didn't do anything in the game. Also, it's a you know pretty amazing name. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but, but week two, uh, you know, uh, some great competition. Everybody scored really well. Even, I mean, we had devastating injuries in week two. So uh, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, you know, some of these uh, first-round you know, foundational running backs, uh, you know, got hurt out for the rest of the season or out for a very long time. You know, the scores stayed really high. And maybe this year it's it's a quarterback uh, wide receiver trend. And and that's what we see. You know, we've seen running backs be the different difference maker over the past few years. And maybe maybe that pendulum is going to swing the other way. So we'll we'll just have to see. Um, so, you know, we already covered, uh, the scores, but as I said, they're, they're high managers are still doing well. I think there's a lot of complaining when your people get hurt, but there is a lot out there for people to pick up. And I actually got to commend, uh, Matt and Colin, our commissioner and vice commissioner for the smaller benches. It, as a manager, when you're used to bigger benches, uh, it feels like you don't have as many options, but the the market for uh, free agents and the waiver wire is so much busier, and there's so much more action so far, you know, compared to this time last season. So 
I think it's going to be a really great year. There's a lot to do as a manager, and there's a lot to manage uh, with with everything going on. Not to mention, um, you know, the possibility of COVID, which we haven't seen so far, really, in any in any real way. But um, you know, it's getting colder out there, and and we'll just have to see. So, uh, getting into week three, uh, we had a lot of activity on the waiver wire. Thanks a lot to the uh, the injuries, or not thanks a lot. I mean, thanks a lot, but um, you know, due to the injuries. So let's see what what happened here. Uh, Drew picked up Devonta Freeman, Devonta Freeman, uh, who is signed with the Giants now and replaces or filling that Saquon Barkley role. So he picked him up for twenty two dollars and dropped Ryan Sook up the the kicker. So that was over Scott's eighteen, Matt's eight dollars, my five dollars, Glenn's five dollars, and Pete's one dollar. So a lot of bids on that. Uh, Scott nearly got there. Um, Tom picked up Jarek McKinnon. Now Raheem Mostert uh, got hurt, and Jarek McKinnon is now sort of the lead running back in San Francisco, which is a very valuable role. And he dropped Saquon Barkley, so his twenty dollars was over my eighteen, Glenn's ten, Drew's eight, Pete's five, and Matt's four. So that's a uh, pretty pretty hotly contested as well i you know i hope that works out for you um just as i hope devonta freeman works out unless uh for the weeks i'm i'm playing him uh now colin uh had a good pickup he picked up johnny smith the tight end in tennessee with aj brown out he's just been a, a monster target and he dropped gronk his historical favorite uh tight end who just is not doing it this year so his nine dollars over my eight matt's seven and pete six that is a straight and uh well done on the on the bid there colin you you bid just enough well done um Glenn picked up Mike Davis for $20. Uh, Mike Davis is is now uh, the running back uh, for, oh gosh, oh, the Carolina Panthers. Um, so he's a former Seahawk, filling in for the Christian McCaffrey role. Um, you know, might might have a really good opportunity there over my $4 bid and Pete's $1 bid. So Glenn really believes in him a lot more than, say, a lot of other people. Uh, Pete picked up Daryl Henderson on the LA Rams uh, for $8 and dropped Chase Edmonds. That $8 was over Tom's bid of $8, just edging him out on waiver priority. Uh, John picked up the uh, Philly D for $8 um, over, oh, I guess over nobody. Uh, And Beach picked up Russell Gage for $4, and that was over Pete's $2, and and Beach dropped Anthony Miller in that. Otherwise, uh, people spent some money. I picked up Mike Williams uh, of the Chargers and dropped Carson Wentz. Uh, who I picked up last week. Uh, Derek picked up Jared Goff for $5, dropped Denny, Benny Snell. I picked up the Tampa Bay Buccaneers D for $3 and dropped Kansas City. I mean, Kansas City plays Baltimore. I don't, I don't think that's going to be a good defensive showing. Uh, Matt picked up Brandon Cooks for $2. Great pick up there, Matt, uh, and dropped Paris Campbell. Scott picked up the Chargers D for $2 over Glenn's $0 bid. Uh, Pete picked up Michael Badgley, the kicker, for $3 and dropped Latavius Murray and ended his anti-kicker protest so maybe that was just a one-week thing uh he did lose you know uh while not playing a kicker um let's see did he win did he lose by a lot no he lost by four so uh yeah uh maybe uh maybe that kicker could have made a difference so uh otherwise let's see had some free agent pickups after the waiver wire action. Beach picked up Dion Lewis and dropped Logan Thomas uh I picked up Philip Rivers dropping Jalen Rager who then 
hurt his thumb and is out for weeks and weeks. Uh, Scott picked up MVS uh, and Marquez Valdez Scantling and dropped Quintez Sevis. So he at least has one very interesting name on his roster at all times. Uh, Colin picked up Keelan Cole, dropping Emmanuel Sanders. Beach picked up uh, Jordan Reed, who's filling in the George Kittle role and had a great week too. See if he can repeat it and dropped Dion Lewis, who he just picked up. But then Scott picked up Dion Lewis uh, and dropped the Buffalo D. Glenn picked up my Miles Gaskin uh, of the uh, Miami Dolphins and dropped Jordan Howard. So, uh, yeah, a lot of movement, a lot of action, a lot of transactions. Again, I mean, think about week two, three, you know, this this time last year. It just wasn't like this. And I think the injuries are to blame. The smaller benches are to blame. Um, but I think it's really exciting. So, yeah, um, looking forward to more motion and more action and, and more... Uh, more deals. I don't know. I love that we've had three trades already. It's it's great. Um, so looking ahead, week three preview. Uh, I'm facing uh, Beach. Uh, Matt's facing Scott, Colin versus Tom, Pete versus Glenn, Drew versus Derek. Um, of note, uh, from the Thursday game, James Robinson, Derek's pickup from two weeks ago, is already off to a great start over Drew. So um, that's, that's awesome. And then uh, Craig versus John. Uh, so, you know, we got some people who are 0-2, who have opportunities to collect their first win. We got some people trying to extend their streak, uh, and people fighting in the middle like me. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it'll be exciting to see how this shapes out. And again, uh, via Yahoo, I mean, looking at Yahoo projections, we don't have that many games that are, uh, that are looking uneven or like they're already tilting, you know, like, uh, you know, Colin is favored over Tom. Those are both two and O's. Uh, Colin's favored 108 to 91. Um, you know, uh, Glenn is favored over Pete, uh, 98 to 83 now with the, uh, with the updates from Thursday. And Derek is favored heavily over uh, Drew, thanks to the James Robinson uh, blowing blowout, you know, where you got 24 points. Um, but, you know, many of our games uh, are already projected to be very close via Yahoo, which, again, doesn't mean anything. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's also a lot of swing each way. I feel like there's there's more swing, more randomness going on this, this year. And, uh, again, just a lot of volatility, which is exciting. It's exciting. Yes. Uh, and speaking of excitement, uh, in side bets, uh, Matt so enjoyed my song video that he bet Scott, his opponent this week, another song. So we'll see what happens. Um, Matt versus Scott. You know, uh, Matt and Scott, they're currently projected to be uh, within a few points of each other. So it really could come down. I mean, obviously, it's going to come down to what actually happens, but uh, it could go either way. And uh, and I'm also just selfishly exci- excited that I started a thing like these songs and, and also excited to see someone else sing who is not me. Because that uh, watching yourself sing is not that fun. Anyway, uh, so yeah, let's see. Moving on, gift of the week. Um, you know, Pete, I didn't think a lot of your protest against kickers. I think it's a it's a fun, random, uh, weird part of football. Uh, but at the same time, his gif about uh, the lizard that says, I took a calculated risk, was hilarious and adorable. And of the gifts this week, it made me laugh out loud while I was literally laugh out loud and my wife laugh out loud while we were reviewing the gifts. Uh, so Pete, gif of the week. And uh, lastly, I guess, just wrapping up the uh, hashtag emotions corner. Uh, guys, I you know, last week, 
I, I talked about uh, really wanting my first win and not wanting to go 0-2, and that happened. Uh, whether it was The Secret starring Katie Holmes uh, that manifested it or it was just um, you know the fact that I made some, some canny roster moves or, or things happened to work out my way, whatever. Um, but I feel like I'm, I'm turning a corner here. Um, but at the same time, I'm jealous of a lot of the roster moves and the transactions that I saw and, um, you know, I don't know. We'll see. I, I just hope that uh, I don't get lapped uh, by y'all um, who are listening to this, who are managers, uh, because uh, I didn't make a ton of moves. And I, I feel like I'm not making as many moves per week uh, or as many many shrewd moves per week. So I think this week for me is going to be about really watching and really targeting players more precisely um, and, and spending the fab. You know, um, I don't know. It, it may not have been apparent as I whizzed through that rundown, but I made like tw- 10 or 12 uh, waiver wire bids. Um, and a lot of them were trying to get rid of Car- Carson Wentz. So, you know, as soon as I got the higher one, it, it dropped out. But I did not bid high enough. You know, I was like one one stage below. So, you know, like for instance, uh, Devon or, you know, Jarek McKinnon got picked up by Tom for 20. I bid 18. If I believed in my conviction, you know, wouldn't I just bid a little bit more and try to get that? Or the Johnny Smith, uh, Colin, great pickup again. I bid $1 less. You know, why was I trying to bargain on that one? I just uh, should have picked him up. So, um, you know, I, I think I'm going to look for things to believe in this week. And and not like, I, of course I believe myself, but I just mean players. You know, I want to watch a little more football, see who's really up and coming, and uh, and try to get that that big booming uh, transaction because it's still the first quarter of the season you know we're still in game three out of 16 here and there's still a lot of football to be played but these early investments of somebody who's inheriting a role or stepping up to a role can really pay dividends all season so you know whether that's a trade whether that's a big pickup you know i'm i'm looking to look and make a move um so yeah, we'll we'll see. I don't I don't know. Again, hashtag emotions corner may totally undercut my entire strategy by sharing my uh un unvarnished thoughts with you all on where I'm at this this Friday morning. But hey, that's that's part of it. Glass case of emotions is my team name, and uh, I'm here to wear my heart on my sleeve and to win fantasy football games. So uh, go and do likewise, I guess, except for my opponent. Have a great weekend, and uh, I'll see you on the chats, y'all. Bye. What? D-R-A-M-A. Drama. <laughs> right there. Yep, for